Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. What's going on, my friends? Welcome to this week's episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. So today is a fun episode because I'm going to be talking about two reasons why you maybe didn't get the sales that you were hoping for for Black Friday or just in general, the holiday season, why you're not hitting your sales goals. And if you don't have goals, maybe you just didn't get the sales that you were expecting. And you know what? It happens. It happens to all of us. And I want to give you some solutions of how to start thinking about what to do about that. Because I think not everyone is going to always hit their sales targets. But when it comes to an e-commerce or product-based business, there are two specific things that you have to have an understanding of. Like You have to grasp how this works. And the more you can understand it, the more you can say, okay, well, great. You know, I didn't hit my sales, but it's because the numbers from this were this. Okay. So it's, it's empowering to educate yourself on how to analyze this information for your e-commerce business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's go. I'm excited. So two reasons. And I want to start off by saying it's okay if you didn't hit your sales targets. I talk all the time about my first season of my business when, you know, it was like the day before Thanksgiving, I'm going to Whole Foods to get my Whole Foods Thanksgiving order that I went to pick up. And I started getting emails from competitors launching Black Friday sales. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't have anything planned and have any emails. And I had to like scramble last minute. And I planned this really, sorry, I planned this really complicated um, promotion and it like totally tanked. So there's reasons that it tanked one, because my promotion wasn't good, too complicated. And two, I didn't plan ahead and you have to plan ahead when it comes to the holiday season. So I want to just start off by saying it's okay. If you didn't do well, there's always next year, but I want, but here's the thing. I want you to learn from mistakes. I want you to learn why didn't your stuff go well this year. And then you make a list We'll talk about what to do, but, and then next year you're going to be like, all right, Susan, let's do this. Let's plan ahead and let's know what to look for next year. Okay. So when it comes to your e-commerce store in general, like not even for the holiday season, this is for any online store. There are two things that you need to know about. You need to know a lot of things, but there's two specific things that rule an e-commerce and online store. And the two things are your traffic and your conversion rate. Two things. And if you're like, what the fuck is traffic and conversion? Then this episode is perfect for you because you need to know what these two things are. 
Um, they work together like a peanut butter or jelly or a, I don't even know. I was going to say some weird like Twinkie and cream. That just sounds gross. And I don't even know why I just thought of a Twinkie. So anyway, I don't know what's wrong with me today. So these two things, they go together side by side. You will not, if you have an online store, let's say you have a Shopify store and um, you sell products, you will not get sales if you don't have traffic. However, if you get traffic, that doesn't mean necessarily you're going to get sales. You have to have a convert, like you have to have a store that converts into sales. And so you have to have, you have to do the best you can to improve your conversion rate for your online store. That's why I talk so much about your website and website design and how to improve your conversion rate because you can have all the traffic in the entire planet being driven to your store. But if your store, your website sucks, then, or you're making it hard for people to buy, then your conversion rate is going to be bad. So anyway, you need traffic to sell and you need a good conversion rate to close the deal essentially. So these two work side by side tandem together. So let's first talk about traffic. Traffic is a very measurable thing. Okay. And I want to say measurable here because if I ask any one of you listening, where do you get, where does your traffic come from to your online store? You're probably going to say, I have no idea or, and I don't mean this in a rude way, If you ask me in my current business where my traffic comes from, well, I know it's from my podcast, but if you were like, which Google, which keyword are people using to find you? I'm like, I don't know. Um, My current business, I don't always do a good job of tracking that information, but that's irrelevant because I'm teaching you the product business information and that has nothing to do with my current service-based business. Okay. So traffic is measurable which means you can actually open up your dashboard in your Shopify store or in Google Analytics, and you can look at how much traffic you're getting to your online store. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. So if you are like, Carrie, I'm not getting any sales, the first question I'm going to ask you is how much traffic are you getting? The first question, no matter what else may be interesting here, the first question I'm going to ask you is how much traffic you got. The second question I'm going to ask you, what is your conversion rate? And when you have this information, you can feel empowered to understand why you're not getting any sales. So traffic, if you're looking at your Shopify store, for example, if you open up your Shopify dashboard, you can look at your analytics and there's a little block on the right that says online store or like, I think it says online visitors or online sessions. I forget what exactly it says, but it's like online sessions. That's basically traffic. How many people have gone to your store in a specific time period? So if you're not sure what on earth I'm talking about, go to your Shopify store, go to your dashboard, go into your analytics and adjust the dates for any time. But if you want to know how did I do during the Black Friday sales week, then you can adjust the dates for that and then look at your online store uh, sessions. So If you are like, I didn't get sales, I don't know, I don't understand why my store stinks, I'm a failure. And then you look at your numbers and you're like, oh, well, I only got 100 people that visited my website in the entire month. Well, that's why you're not getting sales because we're going to talk about conversion rate in a second here. So hold on. Um, You have to know how much traffic you're getting. So even if you don't have Shopify, Etsy has the same kind of analytics. You can look at Etsy and see how many people went to your Etsy store. And then you can see how many people purchase and what your conversion rate is. So 
These are standard things with any online store. So if you don't have a Shopify store, don't think that you are neglected here. You still have to do your due diligence. So if you understand how much traffic you're getting, then the secret sauce here is conversion rate. So conversion rate, again, goes hand in hand with traffic. So here's the deal for every, like the average conversion rate is literally only one to 3%. So your conversion rate is basically the amount of people, like I'm not going to go into the formula here, but the easy way to look at conversion rate is how many people went to your online store versus how many people purchased from you. That number is your conversion rate. The average online store, the average e-commerce business only has a one to 3% conversion rate. So Here's the deal. If you understand this information, you understand my conversion rate is this, my traffic is this. Okay, it makes sense why I didn't get sales. Great, I'm not a failure. It's just math. It's just numbers. It's just data. And when you know this kind of information, you can make informed decisions moving forward. And I also think, too, you can make informed decisions that you are not a failure because I think. What happens is your business doesn't do well and you jump into, and I do the same thing, okay? So I know what it's like. You jump into this mode of, well, I'm a failure. My business sucks. I should just quit. Oh, I should just like blah, blah, blah. When in fact, it's literally just numbers. Your conversion rate is this. Your traffic is this. So this is how many sales you got. So in order to get more sales, you just have to drive more traffic. So when you know that, you know what to do moving forward. You have a path that you can move forward with, you know? So let's talk about conversion rate for a minute because it's so important. And I think a lot of you may not fully grasp like what it is and how important it is. So even if you are doing everything right, okay, even if you're doing all the things with your business, um, you still might have a 1% conversion rate. And, you know, 1% is okay. It's like on the lower side of okay. It's, it's a little low. Okay. We, I think we want to aim for a minimum of 2% conversion rate. But the difference between 1% and 2% conversion rate is a number of sales. So it's a big deal to go from a 1% conversion rate to a 2% conversion rate. And it's a big deal and a big jump to go from a 3, 2% to a 3%. So... Um, so I just want to say here, even if you're doing all the right things, you still might have like a 1% conversion rate and that's okay. So anything under 1% is going to be a problem. Anything over 3%, you're killing it. Okay. And honestly, conversion rate too depends on industry. There's industry standards. If you go to Shopify, they have a lot of reports on the, this kind of information, but what I want to say here is if you go to your analytics and you see, okay, God, my online store conversion rate is only 2%. Like I'm a failure. What am I doing? No, you're not. You're not. You're doing good. If you have 2% conversion rate, that is normal. That's average. That's good. So yes, you always want to be improving your conversion rate or at least working towards improving it. But I just want to point this out because I think a lot of times when we look at analytics and we see, oh my gosh, 2% conversion rate. That that's that's not that's a really low number. It must be horrible. It's actually not horrible. It's average. So um so then let's do some conversion rate math here, okay? So you have a 1% conversion rate. That means for every 100 website visitors you get, you will on average only get one sale, 
Okay. And I want to really yell at you here because the amount of times that I will talk to people in my programs or whatever through Instagram or whatever, they'll say, Oh my gosh, I didn't get any sales. I'm so disappointed. Like, why does my business suck? And I'll say, how much traffic did you get? And they'll say, Oh, I I don't know. Let me go look. And they'll come back and they're like, well, I got 50 website visitors. And I was like, that's why you didn't get a sale. It's not because you suck. It's not because your business sucks. It's not because your product sucks. 50 website visitors, even at like a shitty conversion rate, like is not going to get you anything. Okay. You might get one sale, but you're not, if you get 50 people to visit your website, you're likely not going to be getting five to 10 sales unless you have some rock star website that like converts the best out of any website in e-commerce history. So just knowing that is powerful. And that's why I wanted to do this episode here because I have talked to a lot of people since Black Friday has ended now. And I want to, I wanted to talk, like I wanted to sort of remind you that it's not you. It's literally just math. It's data. And I hate when people say that because it's not math. These are people who are visiting your website. But if you actually think about it, in pure cold, hard facts. It's just simple math. There's a conversion rate and there's traffic. If you get more traffic, most likely you're going to get more purchases. If you increase your conversion rate by a little bit and you get the same amount of traffic, you're going to get more purchases. If you increase your conversion rate and you increase your traffic, you are going to get even more purchases. So I want you to understand how these two metrics correlate and and work with each other because these are foundational things that you need to understand if you have an e-commerce business. Okay. And it, you know, the point here too, is that you need a lot of website traffic to get here, to get sales. Um, you need a lot of traffic to get people to buy your stuff. Okay. And the way to get traffic is all the things I teach you having an affiliate program, having customer loyalty and referral programs, email marketing, SEO, content marketing, all the things. Okay. So now that you understand traffic and conversion, what they are, how to look at those numbers in Shopify, then here's what you want to do. You want to go back, plug in those Black Friday sales dates for your for your online store, put those in your Shopify dashboard, and then look at those numbers. Look at the traffic number and then look at the conversion rate number. How, what is it looking like? Is it a 1%? Is it lower than 1%? Is your conversion rate 2%? And to be honest with you, for a lot of people, the conversion rate is higher during that week because you are sending very targeted campaigns. You're saying, hey, we're doing a 30% off sale. Come to the website and buy. And people during that week are ready to buy. So you actually probably have a higher conversion rate than you normally do. But it's really good to look at different time periods and look at how your conversion rate might be different. So anyway... Um, so yeah, so you want to identify, is it a conversion problem or is it a traffic problem? So again, let's say during the entire Black Friday week, you, you got a hundred website visitors. Well, that's not a lot of traffic, you know? So right there, you off the bat, you know, I definitely have a traffic problem. If you have a traffic problem and a conversion problem, then again, knowing is powerful information and you kind of know what to do next. So basically if you have a traffic issue, you have to drive more traffic to your online store. If you have a conversion issue, you need to be looking at how to fix the conversion issue. Easier said than done, but those are 
at least if you know what the problem is, you can figure out how to fix it. So if you wanting if you're wanting to drive more traffic, these are six of my favorite ways to drive traffic. Number one, SEO. So SEO is when you are there's a lot of SEO components here, but if we're looking at on-page SEO, that's when you are adding keywords to your website and product pages and adding alt text to your images and titling your images correctly. You're telling Google what you sell and you can add keywords to blog pages and things like that. So I'm not going to like dive in too much to this, but SEO is a ridiculously important way to drive traffic. Um, the second way is content marketing. So in particular, I'm going to talk about blog posts here. So if you have a blog, you have a Shopify store, you can use a blog on Shopify and you create content that speaks to what customers are asking about. And if you use keywords, you do the right things, like you do on-page SEO for your blog posts, you can get tons of traffic. So my best blog post that I talk about all the time brought in 20,000 website visitors per year. Affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing is definitely one of my favorite uh, platforms to get traffic, to get visibility. We dive deep into this into my Cultish product program. If you are looking to start an affiliate program or you are wanting to like catapult yours, definitely my Cultish product program will be a great fit. Actually, the next four things we talk about here are in my Cultish product program. So shameless plug. So uh, affiliate marketing is incredible because it makes it a no-brainer for like influencers, creators, bloggers, and people who have gift guides to feature you in articles. And so it ties hand in hand with like PR and gift guides, which I'll talk about next, but it works like a charm. And the great thing about affiliate marketing is like other people are doing the work for you, which I love. Okay, so PR and gift guide features. So I love PR and gift guide features. You get major street cred, a lot of traffic here. Um, every feature equals traffic based, I mean, you assume it equals traffic. I shouldn't say it like always equals traffic, but basically, um, I mean, my business, my product-based business got featured in BuzzFeed a million times. And like the amount of traffic I got from BuzzFeed was crazy. And the reason that they featured me so many times was partially because I had an affiliate program. So the two work hand in hand really, really well. And again, in my cultish product program, we have We've, we've run it twice so far. We've had two PR guest experts that have come in and they're both phenomenal. And they talked all about how to get featured in gift guides and pitch the media and all that kind of good stuff. So again, if you're interested in those topics, definitely check out Cultish Product. Okay. Um, email marketing. So email marketing is literally one of the underutilized sales and traffic uh, channels and platforms. So email marketing, you could drive so much traffic and sell the crap out of your stuff. And then the last one that I want to talk about today is customer referral programs. So customer referral programs are amazing. Customer like customer loyalty programs and customer referral programs, they're technically the same thing, but in this example here when we're talking about traffic, I'm going to focus on the referral part because when you have a loyalty program, loyalty programs are the greatest things ever, because not only do they get your customers incentivized to buy more from you, but then they incentivize those customers to refer friends and family. So it's kind of like this unicorn of a marketing channel that I love it so much. 
And in this case, if you're wanting to drive traffic, you can leverage a referral program. So you incentivize customers who like your brand and then give them an incentive to promote your brand to friends and family. So literally a no-brainer and ridiculously effective strategy. So these are my favorite six ways to drive traffic. Again, you notice here, I did not mention social media. I did not mention paid advertising. There are so many ways to drive traffic. There are so many ways to get visibility in your business. I don't recommend you do everything. You pick a couple and you work on it and you like cherry pick which ones are good for your business. But you have to, what, what, I, what I see constantly from people are they only do one thing. They only do Instagram. They only do TikTok. If you're only doing marketing on one place, that's why you're not getting enough traffic. You have to do a lot of things. All right. And then lastly, so we just talked about how to fix a traffic problem. Well, you got to do more things. Lastly is how to fix a con poor conversion rate. So this one isn't as straightforward, but it's definitely one that you can work on fixing. So again, conversion rate on a website is going to be, how do I improve when someone lands on my website? until they check out? How do I improve? Like where, where's the bottleneck? Where am I losing people? Where, like what is driving them away? And again, you can look at your numbers in Shopify. There's, when you look at the conversion rate, there's a breakdown below that will tell you how many people added to the cart, how many people added, to, you know, got to checkout, et cetera. You can look at those numbers and that will give you an indication of where in the pipeline you're losing people. You can also set up a tool called hotjar.com and it's an incredible tool. You can actually watch people going through your website and really it helps you to figure out where people are getting stuck and where you're losing them. So I would highly recommend um, hotjar.com. So when it comes to conversion rate, I mean, I have a lot of episodes where I talk about conversion rate, how to fix it, all the things. I have a, um, I have a couple of resources I will share in the show notes below that help you with fixing a poor conversion rate, including a literally a Shopify course that I have on how to fix your conversion rate. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. It's a done, uh, D, D, yeah, DYI. I'm like done for you, done with you. I used to have a program, but I'm not running it anymore. This one is a do-it-yourself um, Shopify store conversion, website conversion program. It's amazing. Okay. So a few things is where, like, where are you losing people on your website? So just kind of taking a look through your website and looking at if I was going through here, would I buy something from my site? Am I making it easy for people to find things? So your menu, your navigation, your categories, like how are, I'm sorry, your collections, how are they looking? Do they make sense? So if someone goes, say you have a skincare brand, do you have collections that are called like for dry skin, for oily skin, skin tools, skin cleansers, like thing, like categories that make sense to a customer when they're shopping for something. And I talk about this all the time. You walk into a Target, there's the men's section, the kids section, the food and beverage area, the, you know, hair and beauty or health and beauty area. Like it's super clear where to find things. And online stores have to be even more clear because when you're shopping online, you, like there's way less attention span. If you're in a store and you can't find something, you can go and ask someone, hey, where can I find the toothpaste or whatever? You don't have that privilege for an online store. They will click out and go to Amazon and buy in three seconds. So you have to make sure it's easy to find things. Look at your product pages. 
Do you have great images of the product that showcase what a product looks like, different angles, zoom in? Do you have good product descriptions? Do you have really clear, bright call to action buttons on your website that don't blend in? And then when it comes to checkout, you know, are you making it easy for people to buy? Do you make someone create an account first? Do you make them like answer all these crazy questions? Do you offer more than one payment option? So these are all things that contribute to a conversion rate and how to make yours better. There's a lot more things that we could talk about here, but those are some things that you can kind of do to fix a conversion rate. So that is it for this episode. It is gonna, I wanted it to be a quick one, just like a little recap of how to think about your sales right now. And like, if you didn't get the sales you want, what you can do about it. So we covered two things, how to look at your numbers. So you stop assuming that your sales suck or your business sucks when in fact, it's literally just data. It's simple math, traffic and conversion. We talked about how to look at those numbers. We talked about um, what to do. So identifying, do you have a traffic problem or a conversion problem and then what to do about it? So I hope this episode helped you to just kind of like not get down on yourself for holiday sales because I know it's really easy to think, oh my gosh, like my business is so bad, but in fact, it's not. You're just, you just need to drive more traffic, you know? So anyway, my friends, I will talk to you next week. We have a lot of updates coming on the business that I'm excited to share with you. We have a few offers that are probably going to be going away and we have, um, a main offer that is probably going to be a little bit more prominent in the business. And we may have a new business name as well. So you'll find out soon, but we have a lot of changes coming up and I'm excited to share those with you. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.